Copy. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy Ray from Ray's Podcast, and here we are with another segment. It's episode 26. You know, I got the same crew that's always here, you know, Brandon, Sean, Faison, and then uh, we got a newcomer. We got Sticks, my man Jordan. My man Jordan, what's up with you? What do, man? What's good with you? All right, all right, all right. So now we all know that the NBA is back. It's official. Before we was talking about it, before we were saying these rules, that rules, they players can't leave. Now we have the official rules, and we know everything that's going on. Coming out to say early, I think the Memphis Grizzlies, the Memphis Grizzlies have the hardest schedule out of all the teams that's returning, out of all the teams. Here's why. Jonas Valachunas. I know y'all know Jonas. Y'all all know him. Played for Toronto, the center. He is the only player that has playoff experience. The only player. They're in the AFC right now. Eight games. And these are different type of eight games. It's not your ordinary game that you're pushing, you know, late in the season. Everybody has been sitting down. Eight games that are left. And the only person that has playoff experience and know what it is for these last eight games is Jonas. And their best player is a rookie. The best player is a rookie. Mm. And the other team who I think that has the easiest schedule is the Pelicans. Pelicans have the easiest schedule right off rip. I think they're trying to, like, set it up for LeBron and Jordan. I mean, oh, my bad. See, I did that for you. Uh, Just can't get that man out your head, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's why he the GOAT. <laughs> That's why he the GOAT. You get, you getting on the right path, though. It's 100, 100% to make sure Zion can get up in them playoffs, baby. Definitely. He's bringing the most money. People going to pay the most to watch him play, which is crazy to me. And he's already on a cover of a video game, which is crazy to me. Uh, but I am not going to lie. I was one of the big people that were like, I knew his game would translate, and I knew his numbers would be a little inflated because, you know, the game is played at a faster pace right now in small ball. But, like, I didn't think he was going to get, like, 20 and 9. I'm not going to lie. I didn't think that was going to happen every night. It might even be, like, 23 and 9, something, like, out, outrageous. I so like I would be the first to admit that – uh. I was 100% wrong on <laughs> that one for sure. Hey, so with that being said, all you talk about Zion, you know me, I just said the Grizzlies, they have the hardest schedule out of all the teams, and the Pelicans has the easiest schedule out of all the teams. Who's your two teams? Dude, man, I was looking at uh, Toronto's schedule, to be honest. Toronto, to me, they got the hardest schedule, man. They got to play... And this is back-to-back without no break, straight out the gate. They got to play Boston. Then they got to play Denver. Then they got to play L.A. They get a little rest break with the uh, with the Grizzlies. And they got to turn right back around, play the Heat. Then they got the Bucks. And then last game, they got the Sixers. Like, to me, that's a tough schedule for Toronto. And I was looking at as the easiest schedule, you know, the Pelicans and Boston. Boston got the easiest schedule, too. We only got – only team I'm really worried about for Boston is the Milwaukee Bucks. Everybody else I feel like is kind of, you know. But as far as the easiest, Pelicans, I feel like they trying to get Zion in the playoffs, man, to be honest. I think I think Memphis, man. Oh, go ahead, Ray. You said Toronto feel like they have the hardest schedule? Toronto definitely has the hardest schedule. Um. The only reason why I think they're the second team that have the hardest schedule, but the only reason why I would not put them up there, they've been they've been together, they've been playing before everybody. Mm-hmm. They're already they're already in Orlando, like they've been there two weeks ago, a week and a half ago. Everybody's mm-hmm. been to Orlando, so they're already acquainted with the hotel, the way it's living, everything, working out in the gym. They're ready. They're ready to go. I don't know if they did that for them just because they're the defending champions. But they're there already. They're ready to ball. That is, that is true. I'm just saying, like, you know, those teams got to play straight out the gate. They got, like, high sense. Nobody really has home court advantage. It's pretty much, like, you know, away games for everybody. L.A. got one of the highest away records, road records in the whole league, and they got to play the Clippers and the Lakers. 
So I'm just looking at, like, once they get done with them two teams, they'll probably be so fatigued where, you know, everybody else that's challenging, like, the Heat, you know, they might struggle with them. You know, I'm just looking at, like, you know, the long haul who's going to be doing the most work. And I'm looking at Toronto right now. So I had um, – I agree with you, Memphis. They just in a, they're just in a tough spot because, really, like, the Pelicans and the Blazers only three and a half games back. And all they got to do is be within four games. So, like you said, that schedule in their last three games, they play the Raptors. You know, they're the defending champions. I know they don't have Kawhi, but they still a tough team to beat regardless throughout the regular season. Then they play the two best teams in the East, Boston. I think Boston the second best team. And then they go out the last game is with the Bucks. So, who knows where, like, they're going to be with the seed and they could easily, um, you know, drop those last few games and then for sure have a playing game. And I just think they're just in a tough spot, the AC period. The easiest, I'm agree with y'all, the Pelicans. But then I take a look at it. And one team that got blessed out in the East is the Magic. One, Bradley Bill said he's not going to hoop. So as far as the playing game, you know, it's like a one-game thing. Anybody could win. And Bradley Bill has been hot as anybody in the league. So without him playing, and then I noticed they played the Brooklyn Nets twice. And the Nets going to bring a G League squad out there. They going to – who knows? Like, they're they not going to be worth anything. So, I think the Magic got lucked up. I really thought, like, Bradley Bill could have led them boys to a playing game. When that playing game happens, one game. It's like the NCAA. Like, you know, the best team don't always win. All it takes is one guy to get hot. And who knows? I'm going with the Blazers. It's the toughest schedule. Because they don't – want to see Portland in it. They don't want to see Portland in it. Because they just sneak out of West. Faye, you um, you brought something up on the East with, with the Celtics the last time we spoke. It was accurate. But Portland is that team that nobody really want to face in the East. I mean, I'm sorry. They don't want to face them in the West. And that schedule, we talking about every other day. You got the Grizzlies, Celtics, Rockets, Nuggets, Clippers, Sixers, Mavericks, and then they gave them the throw-in when it don't matter with the Nets. They don't want to see Melo and, and <laughs> they don't want to see Melo and goddamn <laughs> McCollum. They don't want to see um Dame Dollar. They, they don't want to see them, and they don't want to see them ruin nothing. Reese is not coming. Mm. Huh? Ain't gonna play. Reese is not playing. Who? Is Dame gonna play? Dame gonna play. Trevor Reese is not playing for the Blazers, too. I knew Reese yeah. wasn't playing, but I didn't know if Dame was gonna play because he was a big, uh, you know, big person saying that he kind of didn't want to play in general. So mm -hmm. I was just interested to he see was, if he's gonna play. He, he was saying he wasn't gonna play unless they if they ain't have a shot at the playoffs. Oh, he did say that, didn't he? That is yeah. losing Trevor. Another yeah. another side of veteran three and D guy. That hurts. But they don't that's a team that they don't want to they don't want they don't want them to mess anything up. Yeah, because they'll mess it up now. Yeah, they'll mess it up. But I disagree though. I love that Blazers team, but like the Lakers are gonna be the number one seed. Are we really thinking they're gonna beat the Lakers in the playoff series? I don't know. I think they get a better shot than the Pelicans. I don't think either of them have Definitely. a shot. I think it's both over in five or six games. Let, let me add this. We all we all know that these eight games is about money. So they set everything up to keep everybody's eyeballs on the screen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was played out that way for a reason. But again, yeah. yeah. I can't get no, no, I see, I agree with Brandon as far as like I think Orlando, um, as far as easy, I mean, they're gonna play two D League teams. Uh, and the Nets and the Wizards. And then, excuse me, G League, I don't want to disrespect no league. Uh, it is what it is at this point. To throw in a sidebar for y'all, y'all probably don't know, but right now, the Brooklyn Nets just signed Jamal Crawford. Just putting that in there. I know okay, that's, that's pretty cool. Right. So they got a G, so right. they got a G League team, team with a savvy event. Right, I love Jamal Crawford. But we the same age. <laughs> Come on. Like, what are we talking about here? Mark's going to mess around and go out there and get hurt. I hate to say it like that, but, like, he ain't played in a minute. 
Dude's gonna be whack and out of out of sync. Nah, nah, he he probably gonna drop fifty one games. He, he probably will. <laughs> but it's gonna be meaningless with the, with the Brooklyn Nets. It's gonna absolutely. Be it's gonna be meaningless. But he gonna have a game where he go out there and go crazy. And he gonna be. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And he gonna yeah. be. Yeah, and it's and it's gonna be like pick up for a little bit out there too. Yeah, he gonna he gonna be out there so getting. Nobody busy. knows. Nobody for the Nets playing. What about Karis LeVert? No, LeVert. We all know LeVert is nice. He'll get, you, he'll get you about if he get the ball. He'll get you about a smooth twenty-seven. Nah. Is he clear, Levert? He's good. They only I think it's Wilson Chandler, of course, Kyrie and KD both are injured. Uh, DeAndre Jordan, and then the last person. Then uh, Whitty not playing, is he? Torn, Torn Prince. Oh, they're done. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's it's interesting? Done. You My just named top. You just nah, named you know top six dudes. They're done. Yeah. That's their top six dudes. It's a challenge. Y'all know what's interesting about this next situation? Because if they don't make the playoffs, they keep their first-round pick. And they got bread to get Greg Popovich, too. But that's a whole nother That's not checkers, fellas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're trying to get Greg Popovich. They can. They have the money to afford him. And they can get Bradley Bill. But look, going back to uh, oh, I said the two, yeah, that's going to be crazy. Bad, but that's, that's not going to get to that one. But going back to Sherm and Jordan. Y'all name me y'all teams, right? That um, y'all name the teams that for the hardest schedule. Because you said the uh, the Blazers, Sherman, and you said Jordan. Toronto. It was Toronto. Toronto. All right, now hear me out on Memphis. Hear me out. They gotta play the Celtics. They gotta play. They gotta okay. Play. They gotta play the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Gotta play the Pelicans. You know that's that primetime game, Zion and John Morant. That money game. You know that's gonna be a good game too. Then they gotta play OKC. Then they got to play a healthy Trailblazers. You say Trailblazers are getting back both. Um, they're getting back uh, Nurkic and what's the name? They're getting both of their healthy players back. Only person they're not going to have is Trevor Reed and Rodney Hood. But their big man are going to mm. have to come back. They got to play the Spurs. Okay. What's up? What's up? <laughs> they got to play the Spurs. That, that's the only game I can see that can go hand-to-hand for them winning or whatever. Then they got to play the Jazz in Toronto. That's tough. That's tough. And the Jazz, the Jazz, what, number five in the West right now? That's tough. That is tough. I, what I, I don't think the league really cares about, as far as the top tier teams, they're not worrying about them. They, they set the schedule up as far as the now and the future, as far as the players with the younger teams, like, like, the, like the, the Grizzlies, Pelicans, it's all about promotion right now, man. I don't even that's how my that's my take on it. It's all about who they're gonna promote for the future. Yeah, because did you look have you looked at the Maverick schedule? Huh? I was gonna have you looked at the Maverick uh, Maverick schedule? I ain't gonna lie, no. (laughs) They they schedule pretty slight too. I'm just saying, like, because you know they got a young core, they schedule pretty slight too. And I was looking at uh, Luca, they might want to, I think they want to see Luca in the playoffs too. They definitely want Luka to make a push. They want him definitely. to make a push bad, which is I get. Um, I get that because he is really good. I like, ain't no denying none of that, like how good he is. But I think you're right about the young wanting the young people to get out there because I think it brings a little more drama too. Like if it's boring if we see like unless we see the Clippers and come back, Austin. Unless we see the Clippers and the Lakers. You know, in the West, some of that's going to be boring. So you need a little drama to get uh, get it all going. So potentially a jaw in uh, Zion playing game. That's going to be something that everybody's going to like. Everybody in mom's going to tune in to watch that. Then it's either Ja or Zion against the Lakers. Or I think the Lakers are, are ahead enough to where they'd have to basically lose everything to not be able to stay that number one spot. So, uh, no, no, there was some of them a couple games back. But I think that's a great point that I think that, you know, they're not worried about the upper echelon teams right now. And this is the best time you can really expose in a positive way all the young players because there's right. you're gonna key in on them. Like everybody nobody's <laughs> seen basketball until this TBT in four months. So it's not like, only basketball, all sports. Yeah. There's nothing else going nothing else that's really worth watching going on right now. Exactly. So it's like, damn, I never really saw Zion before. I ain't even watching him at Duke. Like it's a casual fan. I ain't even watching him at Duke like that. 
now he's about to be prime time on TV and no sports have been on for four months. So I'm definitely about to, so it's definitely money involved. Like all mm -hmm. this is set up for money. Cause at the end of the day, when that little eight game mess is over, it's going to be about, we're going to have this conversation again. It's going to be about four teams we're going to talk about. And who take <laughs> home and who really has a chance. Now, my question is, is this going to be a tainted title? Like, does this, does, I'm not, I don't take nothing away from it. Cause at the end of the day, if you win a championship, you win a championship. I don't care who you are. Short in season, none of that. But is it going to be tainted regardless? Because you got to think, primetime players aren't playing. You could say KD's a top five player in, in the world. He's not playing. Kyrie, you can argue top 15. He's not playing. Nobody's um, playing. But KD wasn't yeah, playing. playing. None of the top veterans are playing. There's only one. Yeah. <laughs> Other than you could say, you could throw Paul George in there and go, bye. But there's only one guy that you could really say is at that top level that's playing this whole. Brum Brum. Brum Brum know he got to have this one, baby. He know he got everybody to have it. Everybody else sitting out. He know he got to have it. Brum Brum. Like, but KD like wasn't was. playing either way, though. KD uh, wasn't playing regardless. Yeah, he trying to get help. COVID or not, he was sitting out the whole year regardless. Because why? Why? They both was injured. Huh? <laughs> You did, no, you, no, no, I'm not. No, I'm not saying. I'm not. You, just, you just said that KD's not playing and Kyrie's not playing. But even before the pandemic, they were not going to be in the No, nah, I'm not. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. K, if KD really wanted to play, he can play. It's been over a year. Boop, you know Boop. He had, I know people who had to kill his injury. It takes eight months, yes. And we talking about a guy that just plays at on a lower level, but if KD really wanted to come back, or Kyrie really the one to come wanted to come back, they could come back and play. Kyrie can. Facebook was just asking, was it going to be tainted? He was just asking if it's going to be tainted because of like the whole restart and guys not playing because of COVID and being with their families. But like Ray was just saying, it has nothing to do with that. Like. Regardless, if the season happened and ended in June like it normally does, those guys wasn't going to even nah. play regardless. See, the thing, see, you know how I'm looking at it? And we all got to look at this. This this restart is a whole different season. Let's be real about it. Sure. We can't base nothing on what happened in March. This is a lot of guys who are saying, I haven't touched the basketball in two and a half months. Right. And from past experience, when there's a layoff like this, some guys, and, and this is a layoff like no other. Guys wasn't in the gym working out. This only, again, I'm not sure. There's only one, one team that was, that was, was leaked, that they were at a, in L.A., at somebody's house, <laughs> in the gym, playing, practicing. There's only one team that was doing it. Hey. <laughs> I, I saw I saw the uh, I saw the All About Buckets podcast, and they were saying Paul George said Steve Ballmer bought. I don't know how you do it, but you buy somebody a weight room. Come on, man! If you got money, come on, man! We talking about a billion. Yeah, but I know I'm saying that's kind of crazy, though. <laughs> let me let me say this. Face, I'm gonna answer, answer your question, and then I'm gonna get right back to you, Sean, because I'm gonna answer for answer your question. <laughs> I'm gonna get straight to you first because you asked. We we already talked about this before anybody was even speaking about it. I don't know if y'all remember. We already spoke on this last month. Like, would this championship we'll have an asterisk behind it? We brought mm -hmm, up, mm -hmm. brought up Tim Duncan in this situation. We talked about this already. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but that's again, that's a totally different situation. No, 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 that, that Guys is. were able to work. Out and be in the gym. But look, listen, listen. This right here, this championship, I don't, and this is not me just because I'm a LeBron fan. Anybody that wins this championship, you can honestly say that I did something that no other basketball player in history had to do. This is not for just, this for anybody that wins. This could be for Yana, ah. LeBron, Kawhi, all of them, anybody that wins. There's no home court advantage. There's no fans. You are in there hooping. You are a hooper. Right, yeah. right. Listen, though, you are right, a hooper. Right, right. Anybody that win this championship? I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. Skip, 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 skip. Now, skip. 
Hold on. Skip. I'm saying straight up. Skip. Now, skip, skip, skip. Ray, Ray, Ray. Now, Ray, 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 Ray. Being honest with you. Stop it, Ray. Stop, stop it, Ray. Ray, stop it. Because, like you said, Ray, this is unprecedented. Ain't nobody, nobody, but it don't mean nothing. It do. Why? What you mean, why? We always at a disadvantage, right? Everybody. Okay, where you at? I don't want to hear, oh, but again, man, we already know that some teams are still working out. Some teams are still getting together. But then it was some, but again, it was some people that wasn't because they were scared of the situation. If you wasn't scared of the situation, then you in the gym with your teammates. We all, I, I went to work. I had to work. So you want, so what I'm going to tell the next guy to come to my job, look, man, I did something that was unprecedented. I still went to work and handled my business, even though everybody else was sitting home. It's it, Ray. Like I said, it's a whole new season. But at the the disadvantage is that everybody was not able to be in the gym. We know that certain guys were in the gym. Whether Steve Ballmer, he's rich enough to buy. He 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 owned two. He owned two teams. He owned he owns the Seahawks and the Clippers. I I, I don't know why he ain't built a whole arena for him. Well, yeah, he is. But. He just bought a new one, man. <laughs> I'm saying during this workout time. Oh. I'm not gonna give nobody no credit for winning something in a situation where just because I you had a delay and you won it, I'm not gonna push that up 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 there over nobody else, man. Because you we know why they're doing it. Because if LeBron win, that's the first thing they're gonna say. He had the toughest role. They had they they done something that nobody ever did before. That's what they're gonna say. That's going to be the whole argument. That's what's going to be on every 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 sports talk, whether it's radio or TV. They're gonna they're gonna say the fact that LeBron was able to win the pandemic. It's definitely gonna get heightened if if let's just keep let's be honest. If LeBron if the Lakers win, it will one hundred percent be heightened more so if the Clippers win or if the Raptors win. Oh, yeah. And it's Definitely. not to take anything away from LeBron or the Celtics win. It's not. Bucks. It's going to be yeah. – here's the thing that what I, I guess we'll say is on both sides of it, there's going to be somebody if the Ray Lakers stand win. Up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't care, dude. Really, I don't care. I'll take it. But, yo, he was like that as a – If the Clippers win, it's bad for LeBron. It's bad. It's definitely bad. Right. Oh, without questioning. That's what I'm saying. LeBron has got to have he he need he needs this. Bad if the Clippers win. That's why I say if anybody whoever won this championship, it holds weight. You want to know where I'm at? LeBron has so much power. And I said the NBA is WWE right now. I won't be surprised. Mm-hmm. I won't be surprised because it's WWE. The league is so tainted. We're talking about how could I'm gonna ask y'all this? I'm gonna ask everybody on the panel this: How could we not sit here and talk about how the schedule is rigged for certain teams and not look at the bronze situation? And say it can't be rigged for him to win. Crickets. <laughs> Crickets. So nobody talks to me. Crickets. So you, so you think it's you can't one way and not the other. No, no, hold on. I'm not understanding your question. So what you're trying to say is that the schedule is not... If the schedule if the schedule is rigged for certain teams to make the playoff or certain individuals who are coming up as future stars or money makers to carry the league for the next 10, 15 years to win a champion, I mean, to make the playoffs, how could we not believe that it might be, I'm going to say might be rigged for LeBron to win this year, I can, I no win. The best year that he. This is the only year that he's gonna win. See, now you're saying something else, but he can win another one. 
that's a whole other conversation. But I'm gonna stay on you. You right for for you to break it that break it down that way. That's true. It can be a maybe that is set up for the Lakers going. It can be that, but they gotta do it. They gotta do that it. That is true too. At the end of the day, they gotta do it. What one thing I know from my experience with sports and the NBA is the same way, man. They could tell the, the league would tell a ref how to call the games. They would send a certain crew to games because they want a game to be called a certain way. It happens all the time on every level. I don't care if it's the professional all the way down to Biddy. Hey, that's a that 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 can be true. That can be. I can't tell you that's wrong. I can't tell you that can be true because we have seen that referees was. You know, a referee was betting, so I can't tell you that you're wrong about that. Can't say or tell you that you're completely wrong about that. Nah, but the ref, the ref that 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 talked about the betting, he said they already knew. The reason why he was betting, because the he they already knew which crew was being sent to certain games to do certain things. See, but that's nobody, that's not not what nobody was looking at. Go back and do the research. He knew what to bet on because the league allowed the shit. Pardon my, I'm, I'm, but the, the league allows certain crew to do certain things. So why should it? Why should that stop? It, it, ain't, it ain't, not, ain't nothing ever stopped. He just was a whistleblower. He got caught and he blew the whistle. Jordan, you in here? <laughs> Hey, that can be true, Sherman. I told you already my take on that. I was like, I can't disagree with you. I can't tell you that you're wrong on that. But Jordan, you in here. You're the only Celtics fan that's in here. The only Celtics fan in here. You feeling like y'all got the right squad to maybe get to the finals. You love Tatum. You was always talking about Tatum since he was in college. I'm concerned for y'all, honestly. I'll tell you why I'm concerned for y'all. Bradley, I mean, um, Gordon Hayward is not going to be there if y'all make it to the uh, second round for a couple of days. Are you, concerned, are you concerned about him leaving during the playoffs? Would that hurt him? Hey, look, I'm going to tell you right now, Ray. We will be just fine without Gordon Hayward. I promise you, we'll be all right. Gordon averages about what, like almost 20 points. 17, 18, whenever Gordon's out the game, I don't know if you noticed it, but Jalen Brown goes crazy. Him and Jason Tatum. And Jason Tatum. So all those all those shots that Gordon's not going to be taking is more or less going to go to Jalen Brown. Marcus Smart always steps it up. You know, of course, Tatum. When we got off the break, whenever the pandemic started, he was getting like 30 points per game the last three games he was playing. So we'll be we'll we'll be straight. We'll we'll be able to manage. We'll be able to manage. So, and not only that, man, but we all we all we all know why Hayward is on that team. Coach. Because the guy coached in college. Yeah, Stevens. I'm not true. saying he's not tough. But ain't nobody checking for Gordon Haywood. <laughs> He's not tough. But what is he going to run? Yes, what is he going to run? You know who the reason why you're going to make that run. Um, that's crazy to say that, though. Oh, no, nah, oh, I'm not. No. Again, I'm not saying he's not tough. Are you going to say? Nah. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I disagree. I disagree because. As far as y'all, because Celtics fan, y'all whole fan base, y'all believe y'all can get to the finals and win it. But to everybody, else, to everybody else, the standard is going to be a second-round conference final team that probably loses to the Bucks. But for y'all to exceed that, y'all need what makes y'all go. And at the end of the day, Boston is special because y'all legit got three wings that are three-level scores and, like, really tough to guard. Gordon Hayward averaged 17 points. He shoot 50% from the field, and he shoot 40 from three. Mm-hmm. What else did he bring to the table? That ain't you need that. No, but again, like, like he said, like, like Jordan said, but what else do we bring to the table? 
Who he's, else def- he's, def- he's, def- he's definitely a playmaker, though. I ain't going to care. I'm not. No, I'm not saying I never said he wasn't tough. And let's look at the depth chart. We got to look at who's going to be playing his minutes when he's gone. You got Grant Williams and Otis. How do you say his name? Uh, Ojale. Sammy Ojale. And I'm just saying, like, yo, like, y'all are already not favored to beat the Bucks. For y'all to beat the Bucks, y'all going to need y'all full team. They got to watch and Gordon Hayward. Hmm? You know what? That, if, yeah. So I think y'all still make the conference finals. And my bad if I'm cutting y'all off because I'm over here lagging like crazy. So I don't mean to cut nobody off. But uh, everything delayed over here. But I'm just saying, bro, Gordon Hayward, that's almost 20 a night. And he's almost, he's making more than half the shots. So I know he ain't the Gordon that he used to be. But I'd rather him be in the game than Grant Williams and Ojale. The tough know. part is you got to pick and choose if it's going to be. Here's the thing when it comes down to the nitty gritty. So the nitty gritty, your best players rise to the top, right? Is it going to be him or is it going to be Jalen Brown? Because neither they can't succeed at the same time. That's been proven. Mm-hmm. And they both yeah. can it, it was happening this year for a little while, but then it was when Jalen Brown was on that bad stretch and Gordon's killed and then it switched up. Then Gordon yep. Hayward is playing bad and now uh, Jalen Brown is killing. And at the end of the day, the dude that I personally think takes the biggest hit is Kimball because he kind of like, I don't mind going out here and having eight points and 11 assists. I'm cool with that. But I think when it comes down to at the end of the game, the dude that's going to take the last shot is going to be between him and Jason Tatum. But the dudes that win you the games throughout the course of the game, like, you know, let's say Kimball's playing bad. Let's say Jason's playing bad. Uh, you know, Theus isn't giving you anything. One of those two dudes are going to be the ones that step up. I just don't know if in the long run, that's going to end up hurting them because neither one of those dudes are going to be used to being in those situations towards the end of the games because they both take away from each other so much because they're the same player. One's Let's look at the other. One, one guy, I just think more, I, I'd rather, as far as mental fortitude, I'm going to take Jalen Bryan. And again, it's not a knock on Hayward. I just... I'll take Jalen Brown. Well, let's look at last year's Raptors yeah. team. From a sense of, in a seven-game series, we saw big moments from so many different individual players that stepped up when needed be. There was time, obviously, Kawhi was the guy that was getting you 30. Kyle Lowry had some big games in the playoffs. Fred Van Vliet, who's a point guard, he's a six-foot shooting guard, who basically needs the ball like Kyle Lowry does, has some big moments. Siakam has some big moments. What I'm saying is, bro, you can never go wrong with having depth on your team. Sure, sure. I agree. I agree. But at the end of the day, are all are Gordon Hayward and Jalen Brown both going to be on the floor at the same time at the end of the game? At the end of the game? Not. Not. Yes. Because usually what they'll do is sometimes they'll slide Gordon. If we're running small, they'll slide, they'll slide Gordon to the, to the four. Four. Whenever they do that, that means Jason Tatum is at the three. And then they'll probably have Marcus Smart at the two and then Kemba at the one. You know, and, and the thing is, is like, I know my man was saying that, you know, he, he's going to take Jalen Brown over, over Gordon. But the thing about Gordon Hayward that he brings to the table for Boston, he stretches the floor. Now, Jalen Brown does a thing. He, he's becoming more efficient from three. But He's not shooting the ball like Gordon Hayward. You got to admit, he's he's not shooting that, that, that corner three. Yeah, yeah, you know he's he, and and the thing about Gordon, sometimes he's able to grab that board, fast break, bring the ball up court, make a play, dish it out to the Jason Tatum or dish it out to Tice in the corner or something like that. Jalen Brown, he'll sometimes like you know if he's feeling it, he'll take it by himself. He's definitely getting he might a shot score. up. Yeah, yeah, definitely getting a shot up. Yeah. Gordon Hayward is going whenever that Boston ball, whenever the ball is swinging, that's when we score more effectively. That's the only thing that I'm worried about. But if Jalen Brown is on good. The only rebuttal for me for that is Gordon Hayward can't guard. So when you get that, down that to was, the that was who is y'all the better defender? Y'all playing yeah. five, and it's going to be five. It's going to be four guards out there and a forward at the end of the game. When that play slows down, yeah. who's Oh God, yeah, it's, it's it's definitely gone because Gordon can't stop a nosebleed, but Jalen Brown definitely can can lock up. He's a two way player. 
But two way player, two way player. I'll, I'll flip that and say, I know y'all speaking about closing. Let's say Brad Stevens switches it up and just say, you know what, Gordon? Uh, Gordon, I'm gonna have you torture these second units on the squad. That's I mean, people do. off the bench. That's what Gordon Hayward. That's what I do. That's exactly. And what that's, I do. they bring him off the bench. One of those two. One of those two is not starting for me. I'm going. Yeah, and that's fine. I'm just saying that's what makes Boston special. You got so many guys on the wing that sure. can just flat out go get you a bucket. And I think y'all gonna still be good. Like I think y'all can still make the conference finals without them. But am I gonna bet money that that y'all overcome and beat the Bucks or overcome and beat one of the LA teams? Oh. Listen, if Gordon yeah. Hayward is not there, which he's not gonna be there because he said he's leaving, y'all not getting past the second round. Agreed. Agreed. Man, look, if we meet up, if we well, meet up with the Sixers. I'm, I'm telling you this. Gordon Hayward said he's going to miss some games. So the rule is if a player leaves on his own, he has up to seven days to leave from the bubble. If, like, it's for family emergency or if it's for a definite family or anything like that. And when he comes back, he has to do a seven-day – no, he has to do four days of quarantine. So his baby's going to be born. It's going to be what? I thought it was ten. No, it's ten if you leave on your own. Like, with no excuse, like, if you just leave. Why? Yeah, but if it's for a family. <laughs> but that's the crazy stuff about, like, the, but that's the crazy stuff about this whole bubble thing. Like, oh, so if you leave on your own, it's 10 days. But if you leave because the family emergency, it's four days. But the yeah. risk is still the same with bringing something back. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, some dude. Hey, that's a whole different topic. That's a whole different topic. Yeah. But, yeah, it sticks. Gordon Hayward is not Man. If Gordon Hayward is not there, which ain't no if, because he's not going to be there. So we know that he's going to be going for the semifinals. So that means he's either going to play the Milwaukee Bucks or the Philadelphia 76ers. He's We're not, not worried about Philly. Yeah, bye-bye. Second round exit. Celtics next year, y'all probably win the finals or go to the finals. Unless Greg Popovich and Bradley Bill goes to the Nets. But other than that, it's gonna it's gonna have to be the Bucks because it's not Philly. I wouldn't no. be the Sixers, Sticks. The Sixers are pretty good, though. Man, the Sixers got the, the worst, the worst road record in the league right now. But everybody at the crib. I mean, everybody neutral. There's no road. Ten road games. There's no road no though. The Sixers don't. The Sixers won't do anything. Go ahead, go ahead, Brandon. My bad. Go ahead, Brandon. The Sixers won't do anything this postseason because their two best players, damn, I'm all close. Their two best players won't do what it takes to dominate. Well, that's because their two best players don't like each other. They won't take the, like Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons is a professional basketball player making millions. And the fact that he cannot shoot the basketball is just flat out unacceptable. <laughs> I don't care how you look at it, that it's up. just trash. And Joel Embiid, there's no reason why he's not averaging 28 and 12. It's not like he's playing in the 90s, big oriented. He just doesn't want. But is, is that is that out of players or is it the organization and the coaches that are allowing the players? The culture. You got to have a winning culture to win. You got to have a winning and culture. That comes, win. that comes from the organization. And have a winning culture to win. You know, because those two don't like each other. Ben Simmons and you can tell you can tell Ben Simmons, Joel and B don't like each other. It's obvious. Yeah, but, but think so. I, I don't mean to be blasphemous when I compare him. There was a lot of years Kobe and Shaq didn't really get along, but they tucked their differences aside to get the job done. I'm not saying they Shaq and Kobe. I get that. They're they're trying, trying, but they try to win. Yeah. That's what showing. That's what winners do. That's what winners do. And that's what I'm. That's why they're not going to be successful. I'm sticking with it. I think, like I told y'all. You think the Sixers go how far, right? The finals. No, sir. Lord, no, sir. Coming out the East? No, sir. Last year was their best year. Listen, listen, listen. Last year was their best year. Hold on, wait, wait. I told you. This is why. That's what my prediction was before the season started. I don't switch up any predictions. So pandemic or no pandemic, I still got the Sixers. And now they got a whole different They got a whole different right. Yeah, you know it. This is like the last one. I thought y'all happened to go into the final sticks, and you told me I was crazy. But we all saw what happened. Man. Who did they have on the team? Who? Yo, Van Fleet. And, and honestly, that Van Fleet. Oh, he said that, 
That, that's that's no, that's. No, I mean, don't they, say they, Van Fleet because before Van Fleet got a baby, and when they were down 2-0 to the Bucks, people were saying they were done for. I nah, I'm just I'm just saying I ain't know who that kid was. Wichita State. I'm just saying, you know, um, it's a kid from Paris that played with him. Yeah, but I look, McDuffie. Yo, I ain't know who that kid was, man. But he showed he made a believer out of me, man. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> I saw him play. I saw him play a little early, and I knew he was like. Anytime you can get in a mid-major league like that, and you just flat out dominate, like, and he and he's a six foot unathletic guard, and you dominate, yeah. you got to be on a whole nother thing. He, he made a believe out of me. He ain't fast. He ain't quick. He ain't athletic. Like, <laughs> this is crazy. He's a dog. He's a dog. Yeah. Like, he's a dog, and he ain't scared. He ain't scared. They always had the before the season started, though, last year. Yeah. Yeah. These are facts right here. They were down 2-0 to the Bucks. People were saying that the Raptors, like the media and everything, were saying the Raptors don't have a bench. That's what they kept saying. Raptors don't have a bench, all that stuff. They were down 2-0 to the they Bucks. Now. now Van Fleet and everybody else, oh, yeah, they started to turn up. Van Fleet had a baby, and after his, son, his, his child was born, he just started going nuts. But he always been that type of player, though, because Norman Powell was a starter for them, and they took Norman Powell out. Norman Powell's good, too. Norman Powell's really good. Powell, and Powell's good, too. And, and, and OG Abinobi, whatever my man's name is, like, I he know. was killing before he got hurt. And but, then he got hurt. Oh, yeah, Oklahoma. I like, and that, I like Philly. I, they, they added two shooters. You feel me? They got the new guy, Shake Milton. I, and they got Josh Richardson from Miami. And Alec Bur like they got players. I, and Tobias, they just the floor out. They have an Al Horford coming off the bench. He's not going to be a starter anymore. So they're going to uh, Who are they going to start? Um, I, well, Tobias at the four? Tobias at the four to stretch it out. They give Ben more shooters. Goodness. Tatum's killing him. Sorry. It's killing him. Ooh, I mean, Tatum got the. You gotta realize now, sticks. Tatum got the guard. Like Tobias ain't no bum. <laughs> I mean, hey. I mean, I'm saying. I'm, you got the that's guard fine too. That's fine too. But I'm and saying. Al Horford is a really good <laughs> defensive center. So him and Joel and B. I think Joel should dominate it. Well, not dominate. Joel should win yeah. that matchup. But Al yeah, Horford is gonna guard the Celtics when they go big. Y'all put Gordon Hayward as a big man for y'all at the four. When they decide to put Joel Embiid and Al Horford in the same time, barbecue chicken in the post. No Gordon Hayward, Grant Williams. I like him. Tennessee, you know what I'm saying? He's good. And his Canada, and his and his Canada is not slack. Yeah, no slack, man. That's all I'm. That's all I'm saying, bro. I'm not an all star. He's he's not a Hall of Fame or nothing like that. But he can defend. He's he is a paint presence, and we he's all tough. know. Joel Embiid, just 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 like Mark was saying, Joel Embiid gonna pick and pop. He ain't gonna get down in the post with his seven foot behind and demand the ball like he should. He's not getting down there. He's picking and popping. My thing is, if you're gonna pick and pop, cool. Hit the damn shot. Hit the he'll shot. Miss, He's not he'll miss five it. or six in a row and like won't go get a layup. And it's like, bro, you the biggest on the court. Here's the thing though, and like with Al Horford coming on the bench. Like coming off the bench, they're gonna have shooters around. So yes, Joel, you know what I'm saying. You'd rather have Tobias shoot the three or Josh Richardson shoot the three, and then have um, Joel and B pick pick popping with Al Horford. Like either or, one of them gonna shoot. And Al Horford, he can shoot threes, but he's really not. Um, we're going off of it. Gordon here, we're not there for y'all. Y'all not getting past the second round. That's what I'm talking. Yeah, yo, Ray, can I? Can can we we touch on something that I, we spoke about? We go. I, I know. I know you got a timeline and the timeline. But um, it's Jr. Smith. Uh oh. <laughs> Dad, you know where I'm going. Does he give the Lakers what at? Missing Avery, Avery, you talking about Hayward? Does Jr. give the Lakers what they're going to miss from Avery Bradley? No. The Los Angeles Lakers. Not. Listen, are you asking a question? No. Here, this this is my sentence. This is my sentence, and 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 Brandon or anybody else, y'all can go next. Jr. Jersey guy. Jr. Jersey guy. 
Yeah, you know Jay-Z. You know, you know the vibes. But listen to guys. But listen, but, listen, listen, listen. I'm going to say this to you, and it's one, just one sentence. This season, the Lakers are, when Avery Bradley is not playing, the Lakers are 13-1. and one. I'm done. So you're saying that JR is just a, a film? Well, I'm, I'm not even speaking. You know, the last time we talked, JR is just a plus. You know who I really like, dude? They got Philly Cheese. That's who I really like, Dion. Oh, God. Okay. 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 Yeah, I like oh, Dion. I like Dion. Okay. I think Ray. <laughs> but Ray. think about rolling with these guys. It's gonna be dudes. <laughs> at, at the end of the day, it's gonna be dudes standing in the corner, right? So, who's efficient standing in the corner? Do I think that? Do I think that that helps Jr? Yes, because he just got to stand in the corner, shoot some threes. You're all right. But I always. And it's crazy because I was never like this as a player, not even close. You have got to guard. So Jr. don't know who's on his team. You know, he he's not going to know what's going on half the time. And that's okay. But Dion, I don't I don't consider him a big factor. Because Dion, Dion is not effective to me without the ball in his hands. And he's not going to have the ball in his hands ever. Like, there's never going to be a set where they, like – Let's run this swing for Dion. Let's get him Ever. on an L cut, and you go get Ever. your – That is Ever. never going to happen. So he's not going to be as effective. Ever. Now, Now I will say this, and, and the perfect example of this is Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma was ball dominant last year. Now, granted, he was playing on a much worse team, but he was ball dominant, was able to score the ball at will because he had freedom. When LeBron is on that team, and it's not taking nothing away from LeBron because he's the best player on the team, your freedom is now strengthened or lessened because – I have the ball in my hands. So you just go one of two ways. If you come set me the screen, you can go stand in the corner. You can do whichever one you want to do. Those are the only two things you're going to do. So I don't know if he has the pieces around him right now to be elite at that level. Like, there's a reason why Miami works so well, why Cleveland with Kevin Love works so well, because those dudes could accept roles and still be elite in that one particular role. For me, they don't have another – it's a guards game at the end of the day. For me, they don't have that one other guard like Kyrie you, or D-Wade, however you want to look at it, they don't have that guy that's another mm-hmm. shot creator, shot maker exactly. like LeBron. And he's exactly. always had that dude next to him, another shot maker. Yes, LeBron is tipped nine times out of ten, the best player on the team, um, but he does. he's always had a shot maker next to him. Who's the shot maker on that team? Like, is there another mm-hmm. shot maker? And I mean, like, not, not a dude that can score the ball, a shot maker. Where's that? They're, t- they're talking about playoff Rondo. <laughs> Me almost cursed. Me. <laughs> That's what they talking about. Play off Rondo. Man, come on. Rondo can't have the ball in his hands with LeBron on the floor. No. Rondo's, Rondo's useless if he's out there. And LeBron, exactly. If LeBron and Rondo are on the floor at the same time, I'm playing a zone. And I'm yeah. living. <laughs> That's why That's why they're comfortable signing a guy like JR. Is he will, like you said, he accept the role and just oh shoot. His his he said again, he's a he's a Jersey guy, Patterson guy. He said it back in high school. My father told me if all else all else fails, shoot. So he comfortable standing there and shooting the basketball mm-hmm. off of LeBron. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I know y'all, I know y'all, y'all got y'all say so how y'all feel about it. The season starts in the 30th. I'm telling y'all like this. Philly Cheese is going to ball. I'm telling you. Same old right. He got a rate. He has a guard. Dion got something to prove, man. Dion, does he play? Yeah, he bro. From, you're, wait, Brandon, you're a Miami Heat fan or no? Yeah. Oh well, no. Let's different. We'll talk Wade. about that later. We'll talk about that later. He's a Dwayne Wade fan. <laughs> sensitive topic. Sensitive topic. We'll talk about that later. Okay. I say this. Dion was playing right for y'all. I'm not even. But you know, two years ago. First of all, J.R. Smith has had something to prove just because of what he did last that last time in the finals. He felt like he got something to prove. He was the, that. This is coming from him. He, he was depressed. He had to take away from basketball. Everything like he got right. something to prove. J.R. Smith, he, he, listen, look, J.R. Smith is not a, 25. J.R. Smith is a better shooter than Avery Brown. 
Sure. Now, I did now, 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 and J.R. Smith can play defense, but he don't play good defense like Bradley. I will be honest with you and say that. But the last time we, but the last time we talked, I told you I said Avery Bradley was a key piece. I told you that, yes. But I did not know until when Avery Bradley was opting out and not playing that the Lakers without him are 13. They won 13 games and lost one. They'll be, they'll be, and now they just added a better shooter for LeBron. A better shooter for LeBron. So they was 13 and 1 without Avery Bradley. Right. People saying Avery Bradley can't shoot. Now you just added a, a shooter who's a good shooter right. in the corner, and they already was winning without him. They'll be JR is not 25. He's the same JR that he was when he, he was younger. He's older. He's still partying. He's still smoking. He's still drinking. And as that time goes on, the it's going to get heavier and them shots going to fall short. <laughs> but my question about Dion. That's a hope. That's a hope, though. That's a hope. That's facts. They are short to that facility with a black in his mouth, dog. Uh, hey, can y'all imagine the club they hit that night? My bad. My bad. What, what you and listen. Oh no. <laughs> all I was saying, all I was saying is I said the thing is Dion J.R. Smith, both offense players, they'll go get you a bucket. Dion shot creator. J.R. Smith, shot creator, more of a spot up. Say shot creator, you're crazy. Okay, all right, fine. Both shot of creator, older. Right. all right. Both shot major. And the thing is, the Lakers are already number what? One in points per game? They don't need no more offense. That's true. So what they what 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 they really gonna bring to the table? If they if they already scoring, the scoring is already at its peak. My point is both of them are not young. They both has a history of doing other things. <laughs> I don't know if I mentally trust them. And neither guy has been consistent within the last two, three years. Yeah. I don't know if I mentally trust those two. That's like, my point. Like, bro, I need you to stay in the house tonight, bro. We got game <laughs> four tomorrow. Just stay in the room, bro. And you know, I know Jay. I know Jr's not staying in the room. <laughs> they gonna stay in the room, but you know what they gonna have? <laughs> hey, can you can you trust them? Can you trust them not to take a bad shot? No. Man, with the game on the line, can you trust that? Hey, one thing about Jr. when he when he played with LeBron. One thing about LeBron, I mean, Jr. when he played with LeBron, he's under control. He's pretty good. He's yeah. pretty good when he played with LeBron. He will, because he's doing what he naturally do. Just give me the ball, let me let it fly. So I, I can't say, he's not doing what he was doing with the Knicks or with Denver, like taking 15,000 dribbles and dribbling in one space and shooting crazy. He's not going to do that with LeBron. They need 2016, J.R. Smith. That's what they need. Mm-hmm. But my thing with Dion, because at the end of the day, nobody knows what's gonna happen with Jay. I don't even think J.R. Smith knows how he's gonna play. Like I don't think he has an idea. I think <laughs> we just gotta, he's gonna hit shots or not. But Dion, like you got okay, Jr. You got Danny Green. You got KCP. You got Caruso. You got Rondo. Who is Dion playing over? Good question. I don't even think Dion plays true. like that. That is true, man. Dion gonna get some minutes. He'll probably play before. I think. He ain't playing no Caruso. They love Caruso. I, don't think, I think the so. fans love Caruso. So. Caruso yeah, plays Caruso's, his role. Caruso's good. I'm going to say this. I think it's putting pressure on. It's putting pressure on Kuzma. Yes. To play better. I, that's, be that, that's how be I'm That's how I'm looking at it. But no, that's, no, the, that's the guy that you. That's the key that you don't want to. Ruin his confidence or not have step up because you're gonna need them young legs. That's the day. Everybody, well, everybody now really has young legs. They've been off. Five nah, hell no. I don't know. Nah, hell no. On the legs, don't think everybody's not a, not in like not fit. Uh, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that, but it's a different type of scenario when you hit a certain age. When you hit a certain age. You might be in the greatest shape that you ever felt yeah. in your life. But man, it wears on your body. Like I said, that shot coming off your finger, that long three coming off your fingertips, it may look good. It might feel good. 
But in the fourth quarter, it's falling short. Why do you think they had such a hard time with the Pelicans? Zion was killing them boys. Well, that's just because he's a, he's a man. That's why that boy is a man. I'm telling you, bro. I've never been so wrong about just. I just I didn't see it because he was like six. He's really like six five and a half, six six. And because I've seen him in person, and he's just and he's definitely big. He's not three hundred pounds. He's a big dude. But I mean, Zion is just a different. He's a bully. And dudes, let's keep it hot. Dudes don't yeah. want smoke. That bully ball smoke like. He's a bully. If Charles he, Barkley uh, and Sean Kemp had a baby, it'd be Zion yeah. Williams. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he just killed his Charles Barkley, but he's definitely got a lot of Sean Kemp. Nah, you know what's funny? Now, people, nah, people, nah, people don't give Sean Kemp the credit as far as him being 6'9 and having the skill level that he mm-hmm. had. Enough, enough credit. Like he, Ray, remember when you said Zion was going to get hurt? You told me that before the beginning of the season. I told you that. Yeah, John, first of all, but yeah, yeah, I did tell you that too. Jesus Christ! You legit so, said I, that when he was at Duke. I said it's gonna get hurt, but I just hope it don't affect his career because if he stays healthy, that's what I always said. If he stays healthy, he's a problem. You you know what's different to the He lost weight too. A guy like can survive. A guy like Zion, he can survive today because of contact. There's no contact. Mm-hmm. The bully. Yeah, so he can survive today because he ain't getting banged. He ain't getting pushed to the floor. He not getting hammered. So he can survive. And it's so we got to see how them knees hold up. We got to see how them knees. Now that's what I was going to say. Yeah. It all depends on as far as his knees. The same thing with Derrick Rose, man. When you had that type of power game, but he has the body type that might be able to deal with it. Like, D. Rose was a little – he's a little guy who, who was very explosive. I think they said Zion had either two or three knee procedures. And I think everybody thinks it's cute because he's so big and he's jumping like that. I, I'm, I'm with Ray. Well, I think I'm with Ray. You got to, like, I know you want to be bigger than everybody, bro, but it's basketball, bro. It's not football. You got to kind of shed a little bit off of that. You gotta and, down. I don't know if he can. I don't know yeah. if his body is – because he's not – He, you got to think, he probably had a little more freedom at Duke, but I know organization is nitpicking everything he eats. They probably track every single yeah. thing that he does, every mm-hmm. step that he takes, and he still hasn't lost. So much weight. I don't know about that though. He showed up to the summer league out of shape. Well, that's because he was hurt. Yeah. So I don't know if he yeah. can. Can he? Can he lose? Can he lose forty pounds? Can he be less than two sixty? Because I don't think now, he can. Forty pounds on the head. Joker lost forty pounds. Okay. Nah, they, I need you to bring him on. You, you <laughs> said you did, no, no. You said forty pounds. I know we was on talking about Zion, but you said forty pounds. Joker lost forty pounds. I did say that, didn't they, I? They, 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 they also they said the same thing about Barkley too coming in. They said the same thing, and Barkley, he actually did slim down throughout the course of his career. He slimmed down. So and and, and today the take and he became an MVP. Man, Bobby was he was he he was just a beast. And if you really look at him in that Phoenix Sun, like he's not fat, like he's you know, nah, but he, he even in Philly before he left and went to before he left Philly, he still he slimmed down to, towards the end of that time. Yeah. So it is possible with the advancement as far as technology, sports medicine. The, the nutrition, these guys got people cooking. Like, they didn't have that back in the day. Barkley might be the, a perfect example for what he could be. Yeah, that's who he needs to study because that's where the skill is at. And I also think that if Zion would – because he's not very – he's kind of skilled. Like, he's got a little handle to him, can get an open floor. But, like, you got to think of <laughs> basketball has changed so much now. Like, imagine you saying – Draymond Green was guarding him three years ago, and you said Draymond guarding him now. Like you just said, with that bully ball, Draymond ain't – I don't know if Draymond guarding uh, Zion. Because if he bumping, you know, all these other four and five men out the way and 
you should, they got a couple finishes and him over Giannis and stuff like that. I don't see – and Draymond's an elite defender. You know, I don't, I don't think individually Draymond stopping any elite forward in the why you, NBA. Why you, do, why you do that? Why you why you do that? Because he's because he's he's not an elite defender. He's an elite communicator, and that's what people don't understand. He's so good on defense because he communicates so well and he's smart. Now, does that mean he's not a good defender? No, but elite defender means one through five you guarding and you don't have no problem with nobody that's out there one through five. There's only probably about. Four dudes in the league that can do that. Giannis. Well, not necessarily. Rudy Gobert's an elite defender, but you switch him out there on Kimba, Kyrie, he's going to be – He's an elite rim protector. He's an elite rim protector. Not an elite defender. That's defense. That's de- it is, but he's not elite. Defender is everything. Like, if I say there's an elite oh, – Nah, phase. You know what's crazy? Because I get what you're saying. No, I get what – no, yeah, I get it. It's not the general elite defender. It's not nah. Bev elite defender. No, because yeah. he can't. Because he can't guard. He can't guard a four man. Can he guard a but, four? See, you, now, you're limiting that off size, though. No, I'm talking about Giannis can guard one through five. I don't think there's nobody Giannis can't guard. Right, but in basketball, game. we've already discussed. Just because you're better, you can do more things. Doesn't mean that you're better. For sure. Same. But Giannis can guard a one through five yeah. at an elite level. Giannis is probably the physical player. Faith, talked about Faith, that. You, you know where I'm gonna disagree. No, you know where I'm gonna disagree with you about. Patrick is an elite defender because they will Clippers put him on LeBron. Okay. He gives LeBron hell because LeBron wants to be a guard. Now, common sense would say LeBron take his little behind in the post. LeBron ain't doing that. So he's little. He's enough to stay with LeBron. Even though he's small, he's strong enough to even push up on LeBron, and he gives LeBron fits. I ain't saying he's stopping LeBron, but he gives him fits. Okay, I can get with that. I can get with that. But the game has changed so much as far as defense, there's really no defense played in the game. You know, so everybody, we're going to have our opinion about defense. The younger generation is going to have their opinion about defense because Really, the league don't allow you to play defense no more. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so it's like there's no there's nobody getting up on nobody and playing in your face defense for ninety four feet. It don't happen no more. But that's imagine what, if Kawhi could hand check, huh? Imagine if Kawhi could hand check. Yeah, because his hand is like ridiculous. He gonna grab somebody by the foot because his hands. Nobody like going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> But I get what you're saying, too, Brandon, about yeah. the versatility. Like, I don't want you to think that I'm saying just because you're means you're better. But when I say in comparison, like with Rudy Gobert, I even think of it the offensive end. Like, Clay Thompson's an elite shooter, but does that mean he's an elite scorer? You know what I'm saying? He's no, an elite. It's a difference. It's a difference. So, for me, with, like, Rudy Gobert, yes, I think he's an elite rim protector. And obviously, he does his best switching out on a pick and roll. But I think of guys like – you know, when LeBron was with the Heat and he was guarding everybody. He guard Powell Gasol, then he guard Kobe, then he guard D but, Fit. Then he guard but the D only Fitt. people that can really do that though are forwards though. Like I, I get what you're saying, but like forward like forwards can't be the only elite defender. Like you gotta get it like a post, like a true big man can be a great like the Kimbe Matumbo. Are we just gonna say he's a great rim protector or is he, or is he a great defender? He was but it, it, but again, it's how the game play. It's it's how the game is played today, and that's what yeah. I was trying to say. Like, ain't nobody posting up no more. Who really posts that's up true. now? So, yeah. according to now, nah, according to today's game, you will have to put the Kembe in the slot that Faze Faze is trying to say that he's a rim protector because the game is not played from the inside out no more. You don't have two guys on the block. With the Kimbe the played, you had two guys on the box. I get what you're saying, but I'm just saying in today's game, if he's playing, we call him a great defender. And as great as a, uh, as great yeah, as a defender he is, he getting a pick and roll against Kimba, he might get his damn nah, he, whatever. He, he might get crossed over. I doubt Kimba. Yeah, he going he gonna get eaten up. That's right. But he's still a great that's defender, great, though. That's, like, that's coming. That's that happens regular, though. Like that's basketball. Nah, right. Right. that's what I'm just. I'm just saying. I'm just making the point that you know, bigs, you know, can be great defenders. But 
That's true. That's true. That's point guard. I see. Pat Bell's a great defender, but he can't guard Joel Embiid. Well, he I'm probably can't because Joel Embiid is soft, but we'll go. I'm, that's, that's I'm with you. Brandon, I'm, I'm with you on that, but I do understand what Faith uh, is yeah. saying, though. Like, I totally I can't disagree with that. The league is yeah. different on defense, and there's, there's more of a guard league now. That's how, how the game is played today. That's how the game is played. Yeah. Okay, teach is on however you want to say it. There's no right or wrong yeah. to that. There's really not no. It's not. The only dude I can think of that legit post up like that now is probably like Lamarcus Aldridge post up. Like they give him the ball on the block. They yeah, that's about it. it. I can't think of too many other people like that. Did they legit running sets for the Joker? Yeah, yeah, but he but he posts he posts up the pass. He posts up to do whatever. Yeah, he's good. He's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Don't he's, say that. He's, he's good. good. So he's normally passing it though, like. And the other dudes nowadays. That's but again, that's that was part of the arsenal back, back in the nineties. And I said that was part of the arsenal. Mm-hmm. That that's what made the post up players dangerous. Their ability to pass the ball because you couldn't double them, and that was, gave them the ability to use their footwork to to get their shot off. But today, it, 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 it don't exist. All they want bigs to do now is just rebound, like Hassan Whiteside, Andre Drummond. All I need you to just do is lob it up to them and let them. Yeah. But, nah, you know, one person we did, MB has that ability to post up. I, Again. Me too. Don't want to. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. of how the game is played. You don't want it. His footwork, is, his footwork was crazy like Elijah Wan. Yeah. But you barely see that now for him. But again, it's because how the game is played, man. And it goes back to coaching. Because I'm like, look, man, you could be, you could dominate inside and out. We're gonna, we're gonna use you in a point. I, if if Simmons can't shoot, we're gonna feed you all day. Use your footwork. So once they start doubling you or sending somebody else at you, now we're gonna pull you out and let you kill whoever for the wing. But you can't. You you gotta balance your game out, and that's that's what that's what Embiid don't understand. But again, that's coaching. That's coaching. It does, it does does come down to coaching. Last thing is real quick. We got thirty seconds left. Say say it fast. Y'all give me y'all first two. Uh, Brandy go first. Everybody go down the line. Did you change your pick? And who was in? If you did not change your pick, ended off again. Who you have going to the finals? Bucks and Clippers. Sure. I'm gonna say Clippers. I said I, I'm, I'm gonna stay with the Clippers. I said I said um Milwaukee before, but I'm going with Boston, man. Hey, what or not? I'm going with Boston. Face. I like the Clippers and I like the Celtics. Jordan. Hmm. Celtics and Houston. Mm. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 I will end it all like that, man. I appreciate y'all. And that's, what probably, that's it for another segment right there. So what it is and what it ain't, you don't like what I got to say. Join the debate. Copy. Copy.